This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And here we go. I guess we're live here. Are we live? I don't know. We're going to find out. The inaugural episode of today's best podcast. So for people that don't know, you are Whitey from KRZ, also known as Michael D. White. Michael D. White from the S10s. S10s. So the S10s kind of went on the uh, hiatus. A little bit of a hiatus. Oh. Hey, you know what? We haven't been canceled. We're just uh, we're in limbo, yeah, as we're, they we're, would say. We're, we're still trying to figure out some episodes. We're actually trying to figure out how we're doing this right now. This is We yeah. had the idea of doing a podcast together, and uh, so here we go. We're actually on Facebook Live, so we can look at questions if anybody has them. But I, I'm trying to get this up. I was not prepared. Yeah, we didn't really put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> we put a lot of thought into doing a podcast, doing a show together, but we didn't do much preparation beforehand. I kind of just walked in here yeah, we and uh, we started throwing stuff but together. I, I'm trying oh, to get boy. this up. I See, now, not. here we go. All right. So how do I bring this up? See, the problem is you put bring more thought podcast, into the... doing a show together. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> See, now you're... we're good. <laughs> I think. You, brought, you put more thought into the picture that <laughs> that posts during the Facebook Live. Is I... anyone Has anyone joined us yet? Uh, I can't tell. Uh... Well, if you're here, welcome. And if you're not, well, just you won't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to post it on Facebook or on our YouTube page or uh, our Froggy page eventually anyway. So... But- as you know, you know Crockett, Froggy 101. You probably don't know me too well. I'm from down the hall, KRZ, on the weekends. Sometimes you can hear me filling in on nights for Fish Boy. Uh, but not only do we work together, we've been friends since, what, 2006, 2006 I think? Yeah, yeah so, it's got to so be. It's crazy because 2006 we met. We became mm-hmm. friends, and now we both work in the same yeah. business. I was still in high school. Didn't even figure out what I wanted to do in life. Um, you kind of guided mm-hmm. it a little bit on that. I know you were my intern. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and by but, intern, I mean we just kind of watched wrestling video. <laughs> and he gave me an A. Yeah, Kutztown University. Solid. <laughs> they a. can't take my degree back in. No, they definitely. I can't. already paid for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that that's the crazy thing though is you're down the hallway at Kersey. I'm on Froggy mm-hmm. One, but people don't realize that in this building there's three or four stations. Four there's stations. WLK, there's Max 102, Kersey, and Froggy. Yep. And that you and I are actually friends because people always so people think that I'm a weirdo in general because I don't talk to anybody. You're very quiet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a quiet per- on air. I'm not quiet, but in real real life, I'm quiet. Unless you know me, you yeah. know me. You yeah. know, once you get to know me, I'm not quiet. But when it, when it comes to coworkers, you kind of keep to yourself mm-hmm. until they really inquire. You know, like, I'll talk to time. So from what I hear. Doc thinks <laughs> Doc thinks I'm antisocial. Yeah, because I don't know Doc. So but, I, but understandable because he's here in the morning. He doesn't run into you very often. Now, granted, when I open my office door, I see him. <laughs> yeah. Did I you still, say hi? I still don't say hi. No. <laughs> no. Doc, every every morning, Doc goes, "Hey, Croc, how you doing?" I go, "Good," and I slam my door. <laughs> see, I'm the opposite. I I like talking to people. Ah, yeah, I, I do it. But at the same time, I will not say hi first. I need someone to engage me. We just saw Lisa from KRZ walking down the hallway. If she didn't say hi, guys. I wouldn't have said anything. No, I wouldn't. I have get said too nervous. I'm no, like, not a word. Yeah, I would have just. I feel like they don't want to talk to me. Yeah. So, well, know? I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I want to talk to you. But if you, I the didn't know you, the collective you. If I didn't you. know you, I would just 
You may get a high out of me. Yeah. Usually, though, I do the, uh, I try and, like, find a stack of papers and pretend I'm reading them. Oh, yeah. Go through your phone. Oh, I'm replying to an email. I, I did that to Doc's kid today. Did he? <laughs> he turned around. I immediately started looking at papers, and I was, there was yeah. nothing on them. They were blank. No. <laughs> He's going to be heartbroken. <laughs> I, was like, I hope he doesn't listen, but I was like, um, mm-hmm, there's No, nothing. we hope he listens. I hope everybody listens to this. Yeah, we have nobody listening right now, it looks like. But that's because we're on the Crockett page. Yeah. And I don't use the Crockett page. Well, how many fans do you have on the Crockett page? It's not seven thousand. There's a lot, but I really? don't use the Crockett page. No, so 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 people. And the way Facebook works is too. Sometimes you'll get a notification. Sometimes you won't until like after we've already right. shut down. We're gonna try to keep this going for a while though. We'll be uh, we'll be talking for and at least at least a half hour, forty five minutes. So. Attempt to talk for a half hour, right? Four minutes in. I mean, hey. that's pretty good. Better than we tried this about a year and a half ago, two years. Yeah, it was the Crockett cast, and it didn't last very long. It lasted about, I think, well, four episodes. The problem, the problem with that is the problem we with that have, was we had another person, and, and he had dart league every time we did it. Yeah, and he had to leave. Early. It was just a scheduling thing. Like yeah. I work a full time job, but I come here a lot of different nights. Sometimes just to hang out and talk to you. So like I'm around to record anytime you need me. Unless I'm filling in right. down down the hall. You're doing you know? nights for KRZ. But I actually, like, like I, I'm surprised that we, I don't want to say I'm surprised that, like, we both have a job in the radio business. But it's a hard business to crack into. It's not easy. And I didn't realize that when I first got in. Because you went to college, you're a little bit older than me, so yeah. you were in college while I was still in high school. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't even want to be in radio. Ron no, Reno. No, you wanted to be on TV, right? Our teacher, Ron Reno, I wanted to be TV. I wanted to make movies. I wanted to edit commercials. And that, mm-hmm. that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be make yeah. movies. And Ron Reno, my teacher, was like, he, I'll never, because I was really... I was Jackass was real popular at times, so I was yeah. really big in the Jackass and like uh-huh. jumping down hills and Who stuff. Who wasn't though? I think every single one of my buddies made a Jackass movie right. at some so, point. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I walked into school one day and Ron Reno grabbed me. He says, "Where have you been all day?" And I said, "I don't yeah. know." And he said, "I you, you had intern in college." And he's mm-hmm. like, "You're gonna intern for Jeff Walker." Yeah. And I said, "Who's Jeff Walker?" And I'll never forget. He said. If you're serious about being communications and you don't know no, Jeff, Jeff Walker, Walker is, I mean, he's, a, he's a legend he in said, our area. He said, you need to just quit now while yeah. you're ahead. And I remember looking at him like, what are you talking about? He's kind of right, though. Right. But, but the, I wasn't from there. And that's no, what my buddy said. No, you moved said. here. So my like, buddy Carmen jumped in. He's like, well, Ron, he just moved here. He doesn't know. He's like, yeah. well, familiar yourself. Familiarize yourself with everybody. He goes because yeah. you're going to look like an idiot going oh, for yeah. an intern. Because there's been there's people in this in this area that have been in the business for 40 years. Yeah, I mean Rocky and Jeff have been here forever. And so you know? I, I I really didn't want to. I was like I I hate it. I had radio class at the time. I hated radio class. Yeah. I hated every minute of it. I mm. just I had to take it. It was like one of those classes you had to take. And I was like I hate radio. Well, you I'm, wanted to be a TV star. I was like I'm never going to be on radio. I hate everything about it. And I got the, uh, I applied with Jeff. He took a bunch of different people. We had yeah. the interview process. I got picked, and I was like, "Gosh, dang it!" I didn't so you get, actually had an interview. With, I, I had an interview, okay. and I didn't want to see. I didn't interview for I, my internship. No, I just brought you in. Yeah. I didn't want to do it, so I didn't. Even, I was like, "All right, if I don't get it, I don't care. I don't want to work in radio." Yeah. And they called me, and like, "What were you? What were you trying to do though? Like, were you trying to intern at like WNEP I, or somewhere?" I had no idea. No clue. None. Okay. So <laughs> they took me, and I was like, oh. "So I went, and day one." Sitting with Jeff, I immediately went. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. Immediately, yeah. I saw him do it one day, the and I bug went, bit you. And I said, "Oh, this is what I'm doing forever." Yeah. I, I came home. I told my parents, "Like, oh, I'm doing radio forever." And they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay." 
And, and now here I am. And you know what? That's a good response from your parents because it's it's tough. I mean, we see interns come and go, and they don't. My parents really want me to be on TV. Yeah. Every single time I talk to my mom, she tells me, mm, son, you are so much more handsome than yeah. the, obviously my mom <laughs> answer, but she's like, mm, we watch these news people. I'm like, they're so dorky. Mm-hmm. You should be on the news. And I'm yeah. like, mom. She's like, just apply. I'm like, mom, you have to go to school to be on the news. Like, yeah. they just don't hire people to be on the news, just no. like they don't hire people to be on radio. She's you like, have to be a real journalist. Right. My know? mom's like, no, you'll be okay. I'm like, well, you can always be a weatherman. Not no, a meteorologist, had- a weatherman. Oh, I was going to say, you had to go to school to be a weatherman. Yeah. My dad wanted me to be an electrician. That's so- a good job, though. My brother's an electrician. It is. I, I, I kind of regret my decision now. <laughs> I wish I was an electrician because I think it's interesting. Like, your friend Luke is an electrician. Yeah. And I watch him. Uh, he posts videos all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just get so, I wish I knew how to solder. Yeah, I, I don't know how to solder. I don't know how to do anything. Like, I, I work on, like, guitars, and, like, I'll try to solder a pickup into, and I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't, It always ends up burnt and smelling, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm screwing this all up. <laughs> and it's great. My dad was a, a carpenter. He built houses for the first half of his life. Yeah. Just built houses. See, I think that would be a cool job. I would like to be, like, a master carpenter. And I can't know? read a ruler. No. <laughs> So I don't know how it didn't. Well, you have trouble reading in general. I don't know how it didn't transfer over. And like as a kid, I'd be like, Dad, can you teach me how to solder? He's like, you don't need to learn how to solder. And now I find myself, like I'm building that pinball machine. Yeah. None of us know how to solder. So none of us can fix the machines when they oh, break. Because you're trying to wire switches and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wish I could help you out. I can't. No. I can't. You know what? I think we just have to watch some YouTube videos. You know, I need to buy a soldering gun is what I need to buy. Yeah. But I'm I'm afraid I'm not going to be into it enough. But that even, even that, there's like different levels. You can get like a $15 soldering iron. You can get like $100. Like, and then you have to, What like, do you need? And then you look at the like the little green boards inside your machines. And then like yeah. you have to like be able to know how to follow the... I don't know how I'm any like, of that. I'm like, I, I don't, don't know. know what a resistor is. Yeah, no, no clue. I don't know what an ohm means. <laughs> is that what your dad is, an electrician? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> he works for Toby Hanna Army oh. Depot. I'm not exactly sure what he did. I think he soldered, like, like uh, control boards and stuff like that for stuff. I know a couple people that worked up there. Yeah. They love it up there. People love working up there. Oh, my dad retired. Like, he's down in Florida now. Like, he has a place in Virginia. He's all over the place. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if he loved it. I know he made some decent money. Um I don't, I just, I have soft hands. I need to do something easy. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a rock star. I mean, I still want to be a rock star. Yeah, me too. I mean, Saturday night, my buddy and I, after the bar, we went in my basement. We started jamming. It was three Mm -hmm. in the morning, but he doesn't play soft. He was playing so loud. I was like, dude, just bring it down. He's like, no, we got jam. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like I have neighbors. You got to feel it. I was like, but I got neighbors and it's three in the morning. Yeah, but we know your neighbors pretty well. I don't, I don't think they'd be too angry. Well, they got the new neighbor. Well, that's true. But yeah. you're in the basement, you know. I, I wonder how loud it I mean, we were loud. As long as the windows aren't open, I think you'd be all right. I mean, you're subterranean at that point, you know? I guess. But, I mean, I don't, I don't we know. We tried to get wake you up, but you were already out. Yeah, I woke, I woke up like an hour or two later, and I saw like the FaceTime. We tried to get a hold of you. And we're like, come yeah. on, wake up. No, well, the thing is, like, I was at the parade all day long. Like, I went to yeah, St. Patrick's Day Parade. Quick. Yeah. And uh, I think, well, I I left the parade around 5.30. I think I got home at, like, 10. I went to my buddy Luke's house. We kind of just cooled off. We ate some food, you know, sobered up a little bit. And then I went home. And by, like, 11, I was dead tired. But I had to be up for work on Sunday. I have right. to be on air on Sunday, 3 to 7 on KRZ. <laughs> and <laughs> so, like, I do try to get, like, a decent amount of sleep on Saturdays. Um, but speaking of the parade, how was that? Because you were the MC. 
And how did one? I want to know how you got roped into that. So like, how did you make that happen? I my, my one of my biggest goals is to get on the wall in yeah. Pittston, that mural. Anyone who knows us personally knows we we love Pittston. Pittston. City. I love Pittston, and my buddy's uncle is on the wall, mm-hmm. and I want to be on that wall. That is my yeah. ultimate. That is my new ultimate goal. My first it's a beautiful ulti- mural. My first ultimate goal was to be on radio. Nailed that. Now mm-hmm. my new goal is to get in the Pittston wall. So I'm always talking about Pittston. I'm always hyping up Tomato Fest. Yeah. And the Pittston parade committee came to us and they said, "We really want you guys involved in the parade." Okay. And they said, "Do you have anybody here that would MC it?" And my boss immediately said, "I know just, just the, the guy." guy. Oh he yeah. Didn't, didn't he just was like, <laughs> "Rock, I signed you up." And I said, "Oh, great." And so I got roped into it and I was excited until I realized they told me they said there's going to be a hundred and I think there was like a hundred and four different entries okay so and, did you have to memorize all that stuff no they break you a binder and it okay. was i think it was like 85 pages yeah and each person and that's like the business the description yeah, and everybody where has, they're from and they're in line and because of the snowstorm there were some dropouts was there anyone that's what i was gonna say was there anyone not there that was supposed to be there there weren't they were supposed to relay that to me but i guess the helpers yeah had to cancel you want to what i so we've worked, I don't know how many parades with the radio station. I've been with the radio station doing promotions for five years on top of, like, the on-air right. stuff. So, like, I go and set up for all those parades, and it's always a disaster. Like, you never know who to talk no. to. No one's on the so same page. So it was page. just one woman working. And I feel so bad for those people because Froggy 101 had a toy truck parade in the winter for Christmas. Oh, and you were directly in. And I you was, were that person. I was that person for the parade directing where the people go. And I was so overwhelmed. I couldn't believe it. So, like, I... I have the and we only had like, sympathy. We only had like 35 30, people. Yeah, 30 This is people. 100 and some people, and it's just one it's woman. It's impossible to keep so track of. The, the the people that dropped out were never relayed to me. No. So as I'm reading, I have to try and read their small little banners. The sign before they get and, it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not them. And I'm crossed. So I cross them out. And the then, Girl Scouts are shaking the sign so you can't read it. <laughs> exactly. And so like you cross somebody out, but they just got mixed up. So They're behind to, them, so you have to read. You have to, and oh, the pages man. were sticking together. And what I didn't realize, it was so cold. It was that cold. Holding a cold microphone, the type of the microphone got cold, yeah. and your lips touch it. Well, your lips start locking up because it gets really? so cold. So, so like your lips chap too so, and everything. No, they just get hard. It gets hard to talk. So like you try and say like the Girl Scouts and it comes out mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and like and some people and then they'll start moving fast. So yeah, you're like next is the Girl Scouts and meanwhile the Key Club's right behind them and they're almost and so like the Girl Scouts and here comes the Key Club. Da-da-da. Yeah, and you're, you're trying to play catch up. Oh, it's, it was it was fun, but it was a lot for my first break. Do you think they'll have you back next year? I hope so. I hope I hope they let me do the tomato festival. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Tomato festival is the best festival. That's, people ask me my favorite holiday. I say the tomato festival is my favorite yeah. holiday. I take I take days off from my full-time job, and people think I'm nuts because of it. And I just want to be able to enjoy the whole entire week. You know? Right. You know, like <laughs> I just I take those. Uh, the thing is, so I get three weeks paid vacation. I'm yeah. pretty sure I've already burned through two weeks. Yeah, in March, I'm so mad. Like, mm. and it, it's for things I don't, I don't even know what I spent them on. Yeah, I have to make doctor's appointments. And stuff I, like I have that. to DJ a couple weddings on a Friday. Yeah, and so I have to take. I think I have three weddings on a Friday. So there's three more days gone. Yeah, I'm going so you to can't meet. even depend on those. There's yeah. Judas Priest and 
Next week. Next week. It's Tuesday. I took that off. See, I took Wednesday off. I'm going to New York City on Wednesday. So I had to take oh, Tuesday and Wednesday Okay. Off. And yeah. I was like, I could take Thursday, but I want to at least have one day for the summer. Yeah. So See, stuck. I try to save all my time for the summertime. So do like, I. I always do. I have four weeks of vacation, two weeks of cough, like tons and tons of time, and I save it all for the summer. I and usually I only save... take like one or two weeks off. Uh, it's killing me. Oh, we have a uh, Jeanette said hi, Crockett. So, hello, Jeanette. She probably doesn't realize. No love like, for Whitey, but hey, Jeanette, how you doing? Well, obviously, you know, they don't they don't know that. You yeah, know, that's once true. Once you actually make a, a Whitey K or Z page. Well, that's what I need. I need to really self-promote myself. Yeah, really. So, hopefully, we can get some little cross-promotion right. here. I can ride your coattails like I've <laughs> been go. since I was your intern. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we can get the K or Z crowds to join in with See, us. See, that was my whole entire master plan. When I was in high school, I'm like, I'm going to get with this Rocco guy, or Crockett guy, because... <laughs> Because I know that I can ride his coattails to get my career. A lot going. of people rode the the Crockett coattails for oh, a while yeah. there. I think I think I'm the most successful yeah. one uh-huh. out of the bunch, though. I mean, we saw friends that ride them to the concerts. <laughs> oh yeah, see, and that's something I don't do. Usually, I try to buy my own tickets. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if I have them. Yeah, you know. You'd think we would have tickets like crazy. You think that's it? That's the biggest. But it's that's the biggest misconception exactly. about radio because everyone thinks, oh, they have the tickets. I Half don't. the time when we're giving away stuff on air, that's all we have. Yeah, like, yeah. Like people are like, "Do you have an extra ticket?" I'm like, "No, no I don't." I, I Unless wish you're going to be my guest, that's the only ticket I have. Yeah. My favorite is when someone asks for a ticket. I'm able to get them a pair of tickets, and then they go, "Where where are they at?" Yeah. Oh, I don't want them. Or can you get me six more? And I'm like, what? Come on. <laughs> I was tough enough getting you two. What do you yeah. think I'm getting six at? <laughs> Your I, seats are better than mine. <laughs> 90% of the time, I take the long seat. I give the good seats. And then they go, can you get us six more? And can you get them all together? And I'm like, like what am I, ticket master? Yeah. I'm not live nation. <laughs> yeah, come on. Give me a break. I don't have the seating chart in front of me. I don't right. even know where those seats are. My, my favorite is so when we give away tickets. You don't know where. You just, you know, we got a pair of tickets to give away. Yep. That's all you know. And people will just pester. like. Where are they at? Where are they at? Where are they yeah. at? I'm like, I don't know. Like, well, how do you not know where they are? I'm like, I don't know. I, don't, I, I never see the ticket. No, they that, co- they come in. Someone else calls you. You pick them yeah. up. All, we never see them. I am simply just the guy that says, give we, me your name. We and have number. a piece of paper. Hey, this is what we have. And right. That's it. But people think like I'm holding the tickets. I'm looking at it. And then well, what do you mean? You know, I don't know. Well, can you go check? No, no, <laughs> I can't. I don't even know where the tickets are in this building. I know it's on this day and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know where you got to go. I know what time you got to pick them up. I that's... know we're open nine to five, so you pick them up during regular business hours. I think it's nine. I tell everybody ten. I think. Ooh, I don't know when we're actually open. I say nine to five. No. I don't know. We probably are open nine to five. I think so. Want to be able? Well, to you pay. roll in at what ten thirty eleven. 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 Yeah. 11, so. I'm sure. I think they're. I can actually, tell you honestly. I think they're open at eight thirty. But no I don't way. Know. I don't That's know. way too early. I think it's ten. I don't know. Couldn't tell you what our business hours are. Let me look it up on the website real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Go Friday101.com. Hopefully, our boss does not listen to this. He's gonna be so mad. I don't think it's necessary to actually. Uh, no, the business. Uh, no, I guess that you should for I'm, this very reason. Yeah. Oh, what is see. Go our to. business hours? Is the question. What do you have? I am looking on. The now, see, is it readily available f- for the people to know? It is. It's eight a.m. to five p.m. So wow. we're both wrong. Prize eight a.m. Pi- prize pickups weekdays between eight a.m. and five p.m. <sighs> wow. So, eight a.m. So Melissa at the front desk gets here pretty early. Jeanette she was closer day. than we were. She said eight to four. Okay. Oh, Jeanette knew it more than we did. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's gonna be taking over the Crockett Cat. The, the today's best podcast, whatever we're gonna call it. You wanna you wanna why? Because Jeanette's probably one on someone's show sure. that didn't know, and they told they them got the, the right, right hours. Yeah. Right. Either that or Melissa's skipping out early at four. <laughs> <laughs> As we get Melissa in trouble. I'm sorry. All right. So what do you got? You got notes for me, right? Um. Yeah. Well, we covered the Pittston Parade. I was there. I was partaking. Um, I did a little bit of drinking, and I stumbled on a pizza place in Pittston What's that it called? I've never had before, Vince's. Had Vince's. I, I actually had... said it that morning. I said, I just had Vince's not too long yeah. ago. See, I never had Vince's. I'm, I, like, I've been pretty much everywhere in Pittston, right. but I've never just been walking down the street and stopped in there. I think the people I work with order it for lunch every now and then, and I've had, like, the taco wrap. It's a different style pizza. It's a New York-style pizza. It is. And we walked in and got a couple slices. Absolutely delicious. They're not paying me. I just, mm. I thought it was so good. Maybe it was because I was drinking, too. <laughs> you know, I've everything. had Vince's. I like Vince's. It was super good. But I did something I've never done before, because usually I like to put, like, the red pepper on. I like a little right. bit of heat with my pizza. Sure. They didn't have it. And I'm looking, I'm like, man, I need I just need something else, right? And I look at the garlic powder. Never I've had garlic n- powder? I've never had garlic powder Come in on. my entire life. I put on Now was it game. garlic powder or was it garlic salt? I don't know the difference. So garlic salt is they take garlic powder and they yeah. mix it with garlic salt. See, I don't know. This was very um brownish and hmm. and so thick looking. I used to work at Demiro's. Yeah. And it's a big secret. I'm mm. gonna let the secret out if you're listening to this. If you order Demiro's and you ask for garlic salt on top, yeah. it they have their own secret blend of garlic salt. Really? And they don't advertise it, nothing. But if you ask for it. Do you know it, the blend or is it like the owner knows the blend and that's they it? make it. I think yeah. it's just garlic. It's garlic and garlic. It's garlic like you put on your pizza yeah. mixed with salt, but they, they mix it personally. It's the ratio. Right. It's they all know about the ratio. The ratio. Right. And if you ask for it, they'll sprinkle it on top. And I tell so Really? People they're like, I love the mirror. I was like, oh, next time you get it. Yeah. Now how I get I get it lightly done mm-hmm. with garlic salt and extra salts. On a normal red pie? Right red pie. You get we're gonna have you to get, try that. You get extra sauce, lightly done. Garlic salt. See, the thing is, when I go to Demiro's, I'm always get, getting the uh, white pizza, the stuffed white. Well, that's that's their that's bread and like butter. The that's the best. You so, can't beat that pizza. Everybody I've talked to that ends up doing that, they mm. all say the same thing. They're like, dude, that, yeah. it, it's like a different level style pizza. I said, I know. I said, I worked there. I worked. That was my first job I ever had was Demiro's pizza. So I've tried everything on that menu. Yeah. I know. Exi- but it's funny that Demiro's get mad when you ask for it lightly done. They take it as an insult. Why is that? I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, why do you get it lightly done? I've never heard of anyone saying lightly I, done. I like I like a lighter crust. And like floppy and like, a little bit, yeah. yeah and I they get they and so when I order, every time I order, they go, What are you gonna cook it later? I go, that's how that's how I like it. And they go, Oh, you see that is weird. <laughs> and they take it, they I get personally know. insulted by the I end. Too. They get real mad at me and I say, No, it's just how I like it. And they, they just they they almost refuse to do it for me. I you know, I think if I was them, I would refuse to do it. And in fact, I'd burn it just <laughs> <laughs> Just to teach you a burn, lesson. Burn that guy's pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I uh, see, I like pizza when you fold it in half. You can hear it crunch a little see, bit. See, I don't like that. Mm, see, that's that's the best. That, that's the I, way that, it needs I to be. I know a lot of people like it like that. I don't. I like to be able to fold it and hear nothing. Yeah. Oh, that's know. how I like my pizza. How do you like your steaks? Bloody too. Yes. Yeah, see, I don't, yeah, like, I like, a raw I don't steak. like them bloody. I like them like medium. No, I, I like it know? bleeding on I the like plate. a little firmness. So what else you got? I know you took a lot of notes. I got um, a lot of stuff here. Here we go. We're going to do this one. Ready? Mm-hmm. Seven, top seven most hated Easter 
candies. Oh, okay. Um, I'll tell you right now. I eat jelly beans. I know a lot of people like them. I don't, unless they're a Starburst kind. All right, you're pretty close. So number seven is Reese's Pieces pastel Easter eggs. Pastel Easter eggs? I like the pastel Easter eggs. What are those? Um, So they're just, they're like normal Reese's Pieces, but they're like pink and blue eggs. I think you've had them. They're good. All right, number six. How is the Cadbury egg? You the Cadbury to... egg is one of the best Easter candies. See, all right, as a kid. How could you say the Cadbury egg is gross? As a kid, I absolutely love the Cadbury egg to the point as soon as I saw them in the store, I'd make my mother buy me a yeah. whole bunch. I got sick of them, though. I burned myself out as a child to now they they kind of burn my throat when I try to eat them. Like, the car, it's just too rich and sweet. No way. And they've gotten smaller over the years. They have gotten smaller. But, but yeah, I Cadbury egg. But this is Easter candy. We're not talking yeah, year round no, and candy. You know, that's the thing. That's something you get once a year. I would still eat one Cadbury sure. egg. I'd enjoy half of it, and then the second half would be like, oh, I should have, <laughs> I should have just ate a little bit. Number five is the Jordan almond. What's that? I have no idea. I don't even is know. Is it what... a Michael Jordan almond? Nobody gets excited about Easter nuts. They get excited about Easter candy, unless you're trying to filter. filter I guess they're just almonds. Just almonds? I mean... Who's getting almonds for Easter? I've never had them, but I like nuts, so I would eat them. Number four uh, is the Bunny Money Chocolate Crisp Coins. So chocolate coins with crisp in them. Yeah, I like those. I don't think they're that's... O- they're okay. They're kind of a letdown. A little bit, but, you know, you know that's just a cheap It's Easter a classic, though. Right. That's, like, that's a classic candy you put in. Just like, I'll admit, jelly beans are a classic. Well, I just go. don't like them. Number three is the off-brand jelly bean yeah now that i get okay like you said, yeah. starburst jelly bean that is they're delicious and you know what jelly, jelly bellies are, are better good. than the off-name like, brand that tastes like feet are the they're ones. a little big they're like kind of hard now the next two is just absurd to me that they're even on the list number Please two don't say reese's cup number two is the chocolate bunny yeah how can you hate the chocolate bunny see i don't like straight chocolate well, the, but you can get the white chocolate bunny. I you hate get, white chocolate. Uh, <laughs> but I'm picky. I'll Did you make I'm this picky. list? I might have. And what number one. Did you get that off of? Our, our prep service. Our number one worst candy is Peeps. Yeah. Peeps is one of my favorite candies of all time. I think Peeps are one of those you love them or you hate them. I just I don't understand how you can hate. I a never peep. liked them as a kid. I, love I don't like I don't like marshmallows in general. How do you not like a marshmallow? I don't like s'mores. How I don't like the powdery taste of a marshmallow. Marshmallow does have a powdery taste. I guess it, it does. It does, but Peeps don't have that. So you think I would like them? I just, I, I don't know. I don't understand the hate on I, I like a peep when it's been sitting out for a while and it kind of gets hard. Yeah, not, oh, I was just going to say not worse than a hard peep. See, that's <laughs> that's what I like. Ugh. I'm the same way with um, Swedish fish, though. I don't like fresh fresh Swedish fish. No. I want them to be kind of firm. No. Yeah. See, that's what's wrong with your pizza. See, that, <laughs> see I, I go back, though. There used to be a penny candy place in West Pittston where I grew up. I know exactly up. what you're talking it was about. Rossi's. And he used to have Swedish fish in paper bags for 50 cents. Count it out. 50 right. for 50 Every, cents. Everybody had those yeah. kind of stores. And I would get those, and they'd be kind of dry because I forgot about paper that, bags that. will suck moisture right out I forgot out of about the 50 cents. And that's how I got used to eating them. They're kind of dry. They kind of taste like paper. That's what I like. I forgot. There was a place in, so I grew up in South Jersey, and mm-hmm. there was a candy store. I can't, I can't even picture where it was. I know we went, yeah. and I knew, I know you could get candy like that. After school, yes. Right. Little bags. And like, even if, out. even if, you, you, I, oh, I can't, I can't 
picture. I but I remember getting the fifty cent. And you get fifty yeah. Swedish fish. And it was great. See, and those that was like my first experience with Swedish fish. So that's what I got used to. So now if I have like a fresh batch, and that's I'm what like, kids don't get nowadays. Like, like when them. you found change, like you held on to it because yeah. It, it, nowadays you can find fifty cents pretty easily. But what are you gonna mm-hmm. buy with it? When you found fifty cents, you're getting candy. You're getting something oh, yeah. for fifty cents. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you can't you can't go to a store and buy a candy bar for fifty. We we sound old. We do, but <laughs> but back back then when you found- but even back then that was kind of rare too to have like a penny candy type deal. But you remember like when we were kids, you could you buy could a normal candy bar, candy bar for fifty five cents. Now you yeah. can only get king size, and they cost like a dollar fifty. Yeah, like you're not finding a dollar fifty on the ground. No, but you could find two quarters easy. Oh yeah. And then there were the certain stores that were still trying to compete, so you could find them for fifty cents. Uh-huh. You could get a candy bar for fifty cents, easy. even if you had a. You could still get like one of those little right. paper saucers with the beads inside. Yeah, like you could still get candy. Now you pick up change. I tend to throw my change on the ground. Like I don't. Want I throw candy. pennies away. Oh yeah, I just throw them right out. There's no point to them. I, I throw feel my- bad saying that. <laughs> I throw them in the trash, and Jesse Roberts gets so mad at me. I just go look, watch yeah. this, and she's like, "You're throwing money away." I go but throw it's pennies. Not, it's pennies. It's not even. Real she goes, money. "You could collect. You could collect them at the end of the year." I go, "What? Have a dollar?" Yeah. <laughs> Before we started recording, I went. We went next door. I got a soda, and I was. A penny short. The guy waves me <laughs> off. He's like, "Don't even worry about it, because right. they're not real." <laughs> yeah, just throw them out. Yeah. People are like, "Well, you can save all." Because you know what he's gonna do to make up his register? He's gonna hold back a penny for from someone later on, and that person's not gonna notice. Right? No, that's the thing. Throw them out. Oh, yeah. but you can save up a hundred and get a dollar. Yeah, in three years. Yeah, <laughs> great. I'm really gonna need that dollar in three years. I can find four quarters underneath the floor mat in my car. Quicker. Right. Exactly. And I have. Right. You know. And as a kid, I used to dig. Through the couch cushions. I used to be able to, even in high school, I could dig through the couch cushions, and Mm -hmm. I could usually scrounge up five bucks. When I was a kid, we used to go to the West Pittston Pool in the summer. Oh, and it's closed now, but it was like $3 or $3.50 or something. I used to scour my house every day looking for change just so I could get the $3.50 to go to the pool. Oh, see, I thought you were going to do the. You swim to the bottom and try and find people's change. Oh, from no, no. I, I just used to steal change. I'd even steal, like, change out of my mother's oh, change my jars. Oh, my mom had a change jar <laughs> in the kitchen, and I used to steal the quarters out. Yeah. Uh, she but, would catch me every once in a while. Yeah. But, it, like, when she would do, like, a heavy load, like, she would occasionally, like, empty her purse out into mm-hmm. the change jar. When those days happened... Oh, you I skim a little off the oh, top. Oh, I skimmed a lot off the top, but like on, when it was kind of empty, I couldn't get away with You're it. You're like in a Vegas casino in the '70s, and the mob's just taking some yeah. off the top. Oh, she won't notice this. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deposit. She'll right. never know. Yeah, she won't notice a couple, a couple quarters missing. Crockett, where'd you get that? Uh, where'd you get that candy bar from? Oh, nowhere. Found, found two quarters in the yard. It, oh, in the yard. Okay, okay. My mom used to get mad because I would. I would dig for change under the couch. I could find like I could. I could find like three to five dollars because my mm-hmm. dad would lay on the couch. My brother so and mom falls out of your pocket. Right. Yeah. But my mom would think she'd say, "Where'd you get all that shit? Oh, I found the couch," and she would want it back. Well, technically, it's her money. Well, it could be anybody's money. It could be our guests. No, we don't know. You can't claim that is free money as That's far as I'm That's true. Concerned. And, you know, they Listen, say you finders my, keepers. You come sit on my couch and all your change falls out of your pocket. That's, That's your not change. my fault. That's, That's your not change my fault. now. <laughs> you can't come back and say, Rock, I think I dropped six bucks in your couch. Yeah. You can't prove that. That's Mm-mm. not that. But if you come to my house, you go digging through my couch cushions and you find change, that's free money. Yeah. Change is free money. See, I would say, now, if I was to go over to your house and take money out of the couch cushions, wouldn't you say, like, hey, that's my money, though? If like, you're if you're really that desperate to be digging through my couch cushions, okay. I'm going to let you take the ch- Now, don't come and take it out of my change jar. Yeah. <laughs> now you're stealing. There's, I actively put my money in 
the change, the change jar. jar. That's your saving. Right. You I did, if it falls out of my pocket, that's fair game. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's just kind of like when when you drop. Have you ever gotten lucky and found like a twenty dollar bill on the ground? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You don't you don't go to Turkey Hill and go. I found this on the ground. No, because you know what's going to happen. That that kid behind the it. counter is going to be like, oh yeah, I'll make sure I put this yeah. in my pocket. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's thanks what's happening. For, thanks for being a good Samaritan, oh, man, sucker. Be, yeah, <laughs> I I found it happened to me once. I was at Turkey Hill. Yeah, I just moved here, mm-hmm. and I was buying iced tea, and I looked down, and there was a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, and there was nobody in the store, and no. I was like. Hot dog. Unless you see somebody physically drop right. it, and you go like, "Hey, sir, ma'am, you dropped uh, you dropped your money." Now here's a question. Let's say you drop twenty bucks. Yeah. Guy goes, "Hey, Whitey, you dropped twenty bucks and gives it to you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel obligated to give him some of that twenty dollars?" Um, I don't think so. I wouldn't. No. Oh, thanks for your honesty. Yeah. See thank you later. You. But there are the people I'm sure are like, um, excuse me, give me a buck. Yeah. No. But no, like. You don't deserve a reward for just being a decent person, right. you right. know. I also hate the guys that because I wouldn't expect that. I don't like the people either, like that wait after you. Like so, New York City. Mm-hmm. I was buying. I have really have never been to New York City. I went yeah. this Christmas time. As soon as I got done buying my food, as soon as I got the food, yeah, guy, can I have your change? Can I have your change? Can I have your change? Like he was just sitting by the window. Was he like a homeless guy? Well, I was the thing. I wasn't sure because the guy was carrying around luggage nicer than anything I own. Yeah. He was in nice clothes, just yeah. begging for money. And I was like, no. Like, no. you can't ask for money. You got nicer things than I do. Yeah. But it annoyed me. I was like, why right. should I give you my it's change? It's one thing to be just sitting there on the side of the street asking. You can't just wait next to the. No. I mean, they do, but you can't just wait for me to get my I'm change. I'm surprised the business owner let that happen. Right. Too. I was like, like, yeah, you need to. I saw, I saw a video on Facebook and. I hate to, like, watch those videos on Facebook because I never know, like... They're real or not? Yeah. But um, there was a guy who brought a homeless man into, like, a McDonald's or whatever, bought him a meal, and then I guess I guess this homeless guy's been a nuisance before or whatever, so the manager called the cops. The cops basically said, like, hey, you're trespassing. You can't be in here. And the guy who bought him a meal freaked out. He's like, listen, he didn't ask me for anything. I bought it for him, you know? So, like... I felt bad for the guy getting kicked out because, like, he did nothing wrong there. But if you're just sitting in in somewhere, like, bothering people for money, like, right. yeah, get out of here. Go away. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed An to do that. An easy way to tell those videos are fake yeah. is if the person that they're supposedly pranking or uh-huh. helping is Mike. Yeah. Oh, no, th- this wasn't Mike. This yes, was... They- yeah. A lot of these, like, oh, I tricked this person. Yeah. You can hear them clear as day. They're obviously Mike. Yeah. So it's okay. obviously a setup. No, I never thought about that, but now that I know. I just realized my head. Oh, I, no. Your signature. I thought I thought, I thought, thought I lost it. Yeah. Someone picked up the gas station. <laughs> watch hey, mister. Oh, never mind. My now, hat now. Now, are you gross? Here's a question for you. Are you grossed out by germs? Are you a germaphobe? Because um, I'm not. I have no problem with germs. Uh, it depends. So could you go th- to the Salvation Army and buy a, a T-shirt without watching it and putting it on? Without washing yes. it? Yes. Uh, I would smell it first, and if it smelled clean, I guess I would put it on. Would you ever buy a hat? From never. Yourself? Even if you washed it? No, I. You want to know what? I would never buy a secondhand hat just because the fear of head lice is See, so... See, I've bought many. I, I like yeah. buying used hats. See, I'll and, wash them used And here's hat. the thing. I've bought hats off eBay that I knew yeah. were used, and I never thought about it, but I wouldn't buy like, now, a that's The only reason hat. I wash them is because of the idea of head lice. But yeah. once you wash them, and 
I feel like even if there's nothing there though, and you put it on, you start thinking about it, your head's gonna start getting real itchy. Absolutely. But I will. But once you wash it, nothing can survive the washing machine. No. Yeah. But usually, I buy these old used hats from the station, and I wash them, and everything in them just deteriorates. They just fall. And those old hats, they had like that foam foam on the inside. And when you wash it, I never think about. I open up the washer, and it's just all over the place. Like a pillow exploded. (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, and it's all over my clothes because I wash them with the clothes. Yeah. And I'm pulling, I'm pulling foam out of everything. I'm like, what the heck was I? Thinking. I've ruined gotta, so many things. You gotta redo the lo- the wash again. Everything. Yep. And then you just keep washing it until it deteriorates. <laughs> I washed the t-shirt 18 times because I'm too lazy to pick the foam off it. Just wash it until it deteriorates <laughs> into the I, just, I will. I just keep washing it. Just keep letting it get diluted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still cut more piece of foam in there. I'll wash it now. It's like when you're washing a glass and you have too much soap inside, so you just keep filling <laughs> yep, it up. That's and all I'm doing until the foam disintegrates into nothing. You've wasted gallons and gallons and Tons gallons of water on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> that you can't even wear what? because it's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> not, not giving up though. You gotta hand wash them. See, yeah, like a steam cleaner. Well, what I what I was doing for a while was I was putting them in the dishwasher. Yeah. But that even my dishwasher, I got. I feel like that gets too hot. It my, my parents' old one did it, which was yeah. nice. And I tried this new my new one, mm-hmm. and it like melted. Because you can like sterilize stuff in the dishwasher, yeah. so that gets real, real it, hot. It melted the brim. So what I do now is I fill like after you go to the bar and you smell like smoke. Yeah, I fill the sink up with hot water and dish soap, and I just leave the hat in there Let overnight. Soak. Yeah. That's a good idea. And then I just you know let it air dry. Yeah, that's how I wash my hats now. That makes sense. Did you see Home Improvement? Is well, Tim. I Howell, had that on my notes. Tim Allen wants to redo the Home Improvement, yeah, or bring it back. See, I I don't know because usually I'm against um, reboots. reboots and stuff. How are they bringing John Candy back? Do you know John or Roseanne? Candy? Oh, John. Go- oh, okay. John Goodman. Yeah. Well, this, this is what I was going to bring up. Usually, I don't like reboots. Like right. I didn't really care about Fuller House or anything like that. But I'm excited for Roseanne because growing I've never up, watched I, episode. I watched it every day after school. It was on TBS. I loved watching Roseanne as a kid. And I think because like she kind of reminded me of my mother at the same. So it was like I was kind of like could in never that watch family Roseanne because. It looked like a dirty house. Yeah. And it made me very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. as a kid. Like, I remember watching it. I was like, ugh. It, it, yeah, it felt I, wouldn't, dirty. I wouldn't want to eat dinner at the uh, Connor's no. house. That, the Roseanne. But you want to, I bet you the food was really good. That was, that was, the hurt. <laughs> that, this is terrible. But Roseanne's house reminds me of like, you had that one friend in high school that you loved to hang out with, yeah. But you didn't like going to their house because it was dirty. No, yeah. But, like, but that's how they were though. They were a working class family, right. you know. But like, I, I just never could get into it because of that. Yeah. But I know he was supposedly died in the last episode. So here's here's the way they're doing the reboot, and it wasn't so. The way, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Roseanne over the past 30 years, um, the final season of Roseanne, Dan has a heart attack, and they win the lottery, and he, he they start doing all this crazy stuff. It got real weird in the last yeah, it season. It sounds like it got weird. And then in the final episode, I loved the final episode because if you go back to like the first or second, maybe even the third season, for Roseanne's birthday, she always wanted to write a book. So the kids, they didn't have money to get her a present. They made her a writing area in the basement. So at the end of the last season, it flashes back to Roseanne walking out of the basement. I'm getting chills thinking about walking out of the basement and basically saying like, hey, everything that happened over the past year was just part of my book. Dan died of the heart attack. He didn't survive. And this is just what I thought I would like my family to 
be like. And then she kind of like told a little bit about all the characters. Like Becky really ended up with David and not his brother and like all that stuff. She told like the truth. This is a reboot where it's the same characters, but it's not a continuation of any storyline. So it's basically Roseanne day one. So we know the characters, but they're not the same exact characters, if you get my drift. So it's like an alternative reality? Kind of, yeah. Roseanne? So like throw the whole Roseanne series away. None of that actually happened. None of it's going to be really referenced. All the characters are the same. It's just going to be a completely new story. That's weird. Yeah, and I, I don't th- like that. See, I, but that has me intrigued. I kind of want to see how why they do not it. Just rewrite. Just be like, oh, the last episode didn't happen. Because I, I don't think she wanted to take anything away from the last series. I think she. It sounds like the last series sucked. It, it didn't. The last season was weird, just because. But I think the way they tied it all together, I think it's one of the best finales of all time. Oh, to be honest man. with you, I love TV and. I love Roseanne. I think it's one. I think it's a perfect show, and a perfect show. Maybe not a perfect show, but it, I don't know. I've never seen episodes. So I, I mean, it really was judge. groundbreaking for the time. Um, was it though? It, oh, it was. Was like, it? I, I think because like we've progressed so far now that we look back on was it. it was, how, was it one of those shows where it dra- drug on too long? Like The Office drug on too long. I. That would be people's complaint in the end with the last like season. Like, once Steve Carell left, the yeah. office should have ended. So, like, once once Dan had the heart attack, that's probably where they should have ended the show. That, that's where they say it jumped a shark and it drug on too long. But I think they tied everything together well at the end. But for the time, like, like compare it with, like, Married with Children and stuff, that was kind of groundbreaking television because it was network TV. You have a working-class family. They're tackling real issues. That, I mean, they tackled drugs. Right. They ta- they had some of the first gay characters on television. I mean, it was... Uh, you had you had a strong female lead that not only was the star of the show, but she wrote this show. I mean, that was a big deal for the 90s, especially the early 90s, late 80s. Do you remember the show The Dinosaurs? I do. Bum, 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 uh-huh. bum, 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 yeah. bum, bum. That show tackled steroids, drug oh, abuse, yeah. death, all that stuff. It's crazy. And you want to know what? But I think because that show is very campy, that it doesn't get the recognition. That, that show it did. tackled a lot of weird issues. Like he around was hundred episodes. He was but. he was a working class dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Like they tackle like I mean, poverty, losing your job, steroids, drugs, death. I, th- I want to say there was a crossover between dinosaurs and Roseanne at some point, but I don't know because they were both on ABC. Well, how about this? My first grade teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Giordano, I hated her. Yeah, but her brother was the character inside the dinosaur. Really? He Which the, one? The baby or no? The the dad. Okay. He was the guy inside the costume. <laughs> really? And she had all these pictures of him. And now all did these, he did he do the voice too? No, he was just the guy in he the did, costume. Did the movements. But like she had all of his eight by tens and That's like autographs cool. and stuff. That's really cool. But like she only brought it up like twice, and like yeah. she never acted like it was a big deal. And I'm like, now as a first, like as an adult. A first grader probably would have thought that was, and that show was prime time. Like, I had oh, a dinosaur yeah. t-shirt, mm-hmm. and, like, she only showed us it once. And I Not was, the baby. <laughs> and as a kid, like, I was always like, can we see more pictures of that? And she's like, maybe later. And yeah. I was like, well, I don't care about you, Miss Giordano, but your brother's cool. Yeah, tell <laughs> it was me about him. definitely a jealousy him. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big-time jealousy. It was probably, maybe not have been her brother, but, like. Someone it, she knew. Yeah. yeah. And, like, she had the 8x10s, and it was autographed. And, like, yeah. um, I remember the 8x10 picture was him, but without the head on. Like, mm-hmm. with, like it was just like that, like he was holding the head. And I remember just thinking, like, that's the coolest thing. And she never talked about it again. Yeah. Now, have you seen any of those episodes lately? We watched one because my buddy said there was an episode where the, the 
the oldest kid got hooked on steroids. Yeah. And I said, no way. Uh-huh. And sure enough, there was an episode where he was hooked on steroids. And yeah. it wasn't a bad show. See, when I first got Netflix streaming like years and years ago, it was on, it was one right. of those yeah, shows that was on it. there. I'm like, oh, man, I want to watch this. I watched like the first two episodes. And it wasn't I good. Couldn't, I yeah, couldn't watch it. Yeah, that's how it was. No. That's how a lot of these old shows are anyway. Like, yeah. I'm but like, I feel like Roseanne and like Home Improvement, those are shows that like last. I can't wait to watch them. And then I watch them. I'm like, oh, this isn't as good. Home Improvement's still good. Is it? I've been watching um, Blossom, too. I was actually uh, tweeting back and forth with Lissa from KRZ yesterday about a Blossom episode. I start watching Friends for the first time. You never watched Friends? Never. I thought it was a stupid show, and I'm all into it now. Yeah. I see, like Joey. See, I watched it in the first run as a kid. I didn't get a lot of it as yeah, a kid. Yeah, it's definitely a better show when you get older. Yeah, but I, even that. I like, didn't think I was going to like it, but I, I like, I watched The Office. That's the one I watched the yeah. most. But as soon as Michael leaves, I stopped watching. Yeah. I just start over again. See, I didn't mind those seasons. I thought they, they were, were good. They were weird, though. They were they, different. They pushed too hard to make something work. Yeah. Without Michael, it didn't work because. Michael was the disaster. Like he was like that. Yeah. That he was the center he, point in every was, episode. Yeah. Even uh, if he wasn't, he made something happen. Yeah. The second he was gone, they everything, tried too hard. Everything was like a byproduct of something he did. Now, did you yeah. ever notice in the episodes that they kind of make Andy turn into a bad guy? A little bit, yeah. The reason they did that. So Andy wasn't supposed to be a bad guy. Andy yeah. was supposed to, like to be this lovable character. Mm-hmm. He had to leave. The rumor has it is he had to leave because he was filming The Hangover. Yeah. And the writers got mad at him. So they wrote his really? character into being a jerk so people would hate him. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> they purposely sabotaged his character. And yeah. people end up just hating the show because of it. Yeah. Which I, I liked Andy. He was my favorite character. Yeah. He was episodes, so funny. He, he stinks in the later Even episodes. still, like, me and my buddies will, like, break into song like you do. We go, <laughs> give me the beat, boys. <laughs> you know? You got anything else for this first episode? Um. Well, I was going to talk about uh, Home Improvement a little bit. All right. Um, just because, like, I'm, I'm excited for the Roseanne reboot. I hope it's good. But I feel like that's the way you have to do it, where you can't continue a story. Like, Fuller House like you continues could, the like story. I feel like you could continue the story of Home Improvement. Yeah. But didn't the one kid, be, like, he was a goth, right? Yeah. Because they I, I don't picked remember, on him like crazy I don't in the remember the, last, the later episodes, like, at all. See, I, don't, I think I stopped watching, I but I remember know. he, like, I know, like, the gothic. oldest son wanted to get married at some point. I bet the only reason I do it, I guarantee it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas holding it up. Yeah. I guarantee, because the mom. But what else is he doing, though? That's it. So the, well, mom, uh, the mom, she's on the middle though. That's hugely successful. And she and Tim Allen brought her on Last Man Standing. Yeah, yeah. So she's obviously game, and I'm sure the yeah. other two are game. What yeah. are they doing? But would she be able to go through a whole series if she still has the middle? Like, how they, long is that show gonna last? I'm sure if it's a Netflix thing, like they can work. I guarantee it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I yeah. guarantee you that's the only problem. But what else is he doing? He's probably one of those guys that. No, is, but he did some. He did some last man standing. I feel too. like I feel like he's gonna be like uh, Macaulay Culkin, where like he he's not, he's not yeah. ashamed of his thing, but he just doesn't want it. I'm not to do part of that it. anymore. But yeah. it's like shut up, Macaulay. Like Macaulay Culkin gets on my nerves a little bit. Like yeah, it's like all right, I get like, but shut up. Like everybody likes you because of Home Alone. Yeah, like, if it wasn't for those movies, you like you can have still have anything. your independent career and be proud of that. Yeah, but don't don't like at least it seems like now he's kind of grabbing that. Like yeah. he was just on Jimmy Kimmel. And he was talking they about... They start owning it a little bit. Yeah, like, now know. he's like he's grown up. He's 37. He should be grown up. But, like, yeah. he was talking about, like, some of the conspiracy theories behind Kind of looks like Kid Rock now, He too. does. If Kid Rock had a rough life, a <laughs> yeah. rougher life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it seems like now he's starting to be cool with it, but it's, like, 37 now. Like, yeah. now we can't do anything fun with you. Like, if he would have jumped, been okay with that, like, say, 27, they could have made a home alone with him. They still yeah. could. 
But he seems like he doesn't ever want to reprise the role. Yeah. Which makes me mad. Did you ever watch any of the later Home Alone movies, They're like terrible. the third one or anything? Oof. Yeah. Do you I know, know the, the theory about uh, Elvis being in Home Alone? Oh, where he's he's in the, the Scranton Airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that everybody swears that's Elvis. I don't know about that. It does kind of look like. I it. do. Uh, I do like to subscribe to some of the Elvis conspiracy theories. I don't know if he's dead or not. Um, and I I don't go by like oh he was in the background of Home Alone or anything like that. But there is some evidence. Before he died, he had $3 million life insurance policies, right? Right. One was cashed out a couple weeks before he supposedly died. One was cashed out about a week after, and the third still hasn't been cashed out to See, this I day. See, I love a good conspiracy and, theory. And that's the only one that I give any like validation I to. I think Andy Kaufman's alive. I don't think he's See, dead. See, I never really got Did you into hear, Andy like, Kaufman stuff. Five or six years ago at a comedy club, his yeah. daughter came on stage and said that he's still alive and yeah. he is very happy what everybody's doing for him. Yeah. And people don't know because Andy Kaufman is such a weird guy. Mm-hmm. No one knows if his daughter's Part tricking everybody like, or, or if he's really alive. Or if that was like one of his dying wishes was right. for his daughter to do that. Like nobody you know? knows. So I, I think Andy Kaufman could still be alive. Yeah, see, I, I never really got into Andy Kaufman, so I don't know much about the whole entire story. I, didn't I never either. watched the movie or anything I watched, like that. That's what got me kind of yeah. in it. But apparently uh, Jim Carrey played yeah. and people thought he did a great job. He didn't. No. So Jerry the King Lawler, professional wrestler, was very good friends with Andy Kaufman, yeah. like best oh, friends. Yeah. And he knew him, and he told Jim, this isn't how he was. And no. Jim Carrey told Jerry the King Lawler he was wrong. That'd be like someone doing a movie about you, and I'm like, you're not acting you're like— You're not doing it right. You're not acting like, wait, and like, no, I know him. And yeah. No, you didn't. No, That's my friend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't tell me I, my friend. No, because the whole thing with Jerry Lawler in the South, that was all like a legit work where right. like they, they were all in on it. Right, so, and yeah. so like— I guess Jim Carrey told Jerry King Lawler that like, he hey, was, you're wrong. You're, and Jerry was like, no, this isn't how he was in real life. And he refused to listen. He was like, no, I'm in character. He's like, but you're in the wrong character. Yeah. Like, you're doing a good job representing him on television. The character that he you portrayed, but, but you're, you're not. He a, wasn't that guy all the time. Yeah. And yeah. The, apparently Jim Carrey couldn't figure that out. Really? And he refused to listen. Yeah. And he, he just, and I think a big thing He's is. He's kind of turned into a weirdo too, though. Did you see that interview a couple of months ago? Oh, yeah. Where he was on like the red carpet. I'm the good foot. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> He's what a was that? But is that him doing like his best Andy Kaufman? I don't like, know. Is he trying to to be but that But that's a now? weird conspiracy theory too. Like the, um, the, uh, did you ever see they, Dave Mar- uh, Dave Chappelle went insane and Steve Martin went insane? Yeah. And, like, there's those rumors that Hollywood does pull the strings and guys snap occasionally. Well, I mean, Dave Chappelle gives a little bit in each special. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit where he, like, kind of But they said, like, what... Steve Martin went nuts and, like, yeah. he went in the middle of the street with and, like, started screaming about stuff. And mm-hmm. they just say, like, guys snap under yeah. the pressure. I wonder if Jim Carrey's under that pressure. Maybe. Or or does it take a certain kind of person to become that in the first but place? But then I get nervous because you know? I'm on a super small scale compared to Hollywood. Yeah. But I still have a voice. And then I get worried when I start talking about conspiracy theories. Like, what if they're pulling my strings? I don't know it yet. And, like, what about when well, I'm going home tonight? Like, because we're live on Facebook, yeah. they're like, oh, he's opening he's eyes. Get, he's getting He's waking it. people up. Stop him. <laughs> like. Crockett, I have some bad news for you. <laughs> like, right. Like, how do I not? Like, now I'm like, now I'm going to panic all night. Like, I'm going to yeah. hear knocks at the door. Don't like Ooh, that. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. like that. I, even the worst, 
on a side subject, the worst is when like you start spooking yourself out, mm-hmm. or you watch something spooky, and then spooky stuff happens. I oh like, yeah, like, it I, always happens. Like I, I'll admit it, I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> I, I don't like sounds. I don't like being in this building very late. This building is creepy at nighttime. Yeah, and you want to like because so we have WLK next door. That's a new. Station. So someone's always talking. There's police scanners in another Those room that are, are, are scary. always on. So I'll be shutting lights off, walking through dark hallways, and here, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this is creepy. Because there are times where like I forget, like I have to put something in the system. Oh yeah. So I come at like three in the morning. No one's here. Yeah. And I walk in, and when the lights are off in this place, it's dark. Like, oh yeah. You can't even see. And you get an uncomfortable feeling. You hear this? You're like, what is that? Who's here? And we've had some colleagues that have passed away, and like you get nervous. You never know. Maybe they're here. It's terrifying. I don't know if it's a thing with the bathrooms, but every now and then I'll be in there and a toilet will flush by itself when no one else is there. There's weird stuff. Now, they're on an automatic, like, light sensor, but nobody walked by. A fish boy said when uh, one of the engineers passed away... Mm -hmm. That one of his drinks was ice cold. The, and it w- the cold can. Yeah. He like, told me that story, too, and it scared the hell like, out of me. <laughs> it was like a day after he passed away. Like, he had a hot can on his yeah. desk all day. He came in, and it was ice cold. Uh-huh. Like, weird stuff. And you want to know what? So, like, sometimes when I'm thinking about that kind of stuff, the studios get real cold on the weekends. Mm, yeah. Where, like, I'll be walking through the hallway, and it's warm, and then I'll come into a studio, and it gets real now, ice cold. do you cold. think your house is haunted? I, your- don't think, I don't think my house is haunted. I no. think my house is haunted. No. My house is well, you, my yeah. house is weird. Like yeah. it's weird. It's a weird old house. Well, it's an old house. It's an old Victorian house. It's an old right? Victorian house. I don't house. even know what that means, but I know but that- the style is Victorian. Yeah. And my neighbors, they've always seen some of their stories are terrifying. Yeah. And when I Well, didn't didn't your neighbor's grandmother die in the house or something? Somebody like that? passed away in the house. Yeah. But they they've seen people walking around, things like that. See that Well, you were there out. that night when it sounded like something fell. Yeah, oh yeah. And the cat wouldn't when go in that room. The cat got and there was real nothing weird. Like that was bizarre. That was, we couldn't find anything that nothing, fell in there. It sounded like the whole bookshelf got shoved yeah. onto the ground. Now you do have an upstairs neighbor, but it, but it, it didn't was, sound it, like it was coming from upstairs. It, was it in came the next from another door. room. Yeah. And it sounded like someone took the bookshelf and threw it. And we yeah. all got up and ran in the next room and nothing was out of place. But the yeah. cat wouldn't go in the room for two days. No. But it was weird. It's been real quiet. And I asked my my neighbor actually came over out of nowhere and said Anything weird going on your end? And I said, no. Yeah. How about yours? He said, no, which is weird because usually something is after the going flood, on. I moved in first. He yeah. moved in second. But when before they came back, it was mm-hmm. like nonstop. I heard someone call my name. Like it was weird stuff. Ooh. But recently, it was a while ago, but I was laying in bed and I heard noise in the hallway, my hallway. Yeah. And I thought it was the cat. And when I opened my eyes, the cat was in the bed. Ooh, and I was like, that's, uh, and yeah. I just, I just put myself right back to sleep. I'm like, I'm not even going to address it. Yeah. But I, I was like, what's he doing? Like, why is he being so noisy in the hallway? And I opened my eyes and he was just right there. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See, like every now and then I'll hear noises in my house when I'm alone. But usually it's like the the radiator kicking so, on and stuff. I'm going to leave with a terrifying story. This story okay. is one of the scariest Scary stories I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I get teary-eyed, and it didn't even happen to me. Yeah. So my neighbor, Zach, his family has a history of terrifying ghost stories. Yeah. But uh, I got to know where the house is. I got to ask his mom. So mm-hmm. it was in West Pittston. It's by your house, actually. Yeah. This weird house. So Okay. He he has he has, he has a younger brother and two older brothers. Yeah. Now, his older brothers are much older than him. Mm-hmm. But before he was born, 
uh, his dad was married previously. Yeah. So his it was his his dad and his first wife. Yeah. And him and he was in the house. His dad wasn't home and it was just him and his mom. Mm-hmm. And he said he was sitting downstairs. Uh, I'll, I'll try and paint the picture best I can. So he said where he was sitting, there was a couch against the wall. Yeah. And then there was the TV in front of the couch. And then there mm-hmm. was a stairway behind the T. Like, like you go around the TV and go upstairs. And the yeah. way the stairway was, was it was wall and the stairs. So you could see if someone was coming down the steps, you could see their legs. And then you would eventually see them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. So he said he was sitting in his house. And he heard his mom call him from upstairs. I think I'm saying, I'm telling the story right. He said he heard his mom yeah. calling from upstairs. And she started walking down the stairs. And then he saw it walk down the stairs. And it was like really white. And he said, imagine. It wasn't me, was it? No, he said, imagine seeing somebody's legs backwards. So okay. like they face forward, but their kneecaps they are bend bent the opposite way. way. I and, saw a guy like that at the West Pittsburgh pool. Once. And it was naked. Yeah, and it was walking down the stairs slowly at him, Ugh. calling his name. What? And he said, "I, I think he said he saw its face. Uh, you got to hear this. It's terrifying. Yeah, sends shivers down my spine thinking in and it West Pittston. In heaven. West Pittston, and its legs were backwards, walking down the stairs, calling for him. He said he screamed so loud, ran outside. His mom was outside the whole time. Yeah, ran outside. The neighbors heard him scream. Ooh, I got a chill down and my spine. And I guess the, his mom slammed the door, and they just left." They never they, went back? Uh, well, they, they eventually moved. But yeah. that house is by your house somewhere. Oh, man. I don't I, know where it I is now. Know I'm kind of freaked out. I, I heard this. I said, this happened with business. I said, yeah. And so I got to know where this house is. You know, um, I wonder. I don't I just read a story about a massacre in a house that happened in, like, the 1800s around, like, down the block from me. Really? I wonder if Ooh. it's, like, the same house. It's probably not. There's a bunch of houses in West Pittsburgh, but, but you never know. Ugh. Yeah, like, apparently, like, um, some guy, like, slaughtered his wife with an axe. Jeez. And, like, just smashed her head in. And now now I live in this house with next to him, yeah. and now all I, all I can think about when I'm in my, So there's no stairs in my house yeah. except my basement where I hang out. Yeah. I'm Ooh. always terrified when I'm in my I basement. Don't know, I don't know how you hang out in your basement alone like that. Like, I wouldn't be able to. I'm always afraid out. I'm going to see that thing yeah. walk down the stairs. And because I'm in the basement, there's only one way out. Yeah. So if it, it's coming down the stairs, it's got you're me. You're stuck. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> and I'm always oh, like, man. oh, God, I hate being down there. Yeah, uh, and, too spooky for me. And it's weird, though, because my basement, you can, like, if someone's walking around, you can hear yeah. the footsteps. Uh-huh. Almost every single time in my basement, I hear someone walking. Yeah. Every time. What is it, your cat, though? That I think that, but it sounds like footsteps. Yeah. Like heavy footsteps. And I always think, all right, someone's coming over. Someone's at over. And I'll go upstairs, and the cat and will be sleeping. nobody's there. Wow. I hear footsteps. So it may be the woman on the, the third floor. And it's just vibrating through. It's vibrating the- through, but, I mean, you really have to. Yeah. It sounds like someone usually is opening the door, closing it, and walking around my house in, like, circles. I that hear is, yeah. all the time. And I then I'm like looking, I'm like, all. and then it gets to a point where I think someone's upstairs breaking in the house. Yeah. So I it gets to a point where nervous. I go upstairs just, just to double to check. check. Yeah. And there's nobody up there, and the cat's sleeping. I'm like, because I could tell when it's the cat, because the cat... It's, See, it's a trot. And that's the reason why I can't live alone. Like, I need to have someone around all the time. Like, Yeah, it's weird. Like, like I could stay the night somewhere where it's alone, but, like, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, ever, it's, it's you know? bizarre. Even though I know, like, there's nothing there. It just, you know. Like, 
but like their footsteps. Like it's not like yeah. the cat trotting. And then I'll hear stuff slamming, and I'm like, "Gosh, what's up there?" Ugh, oof, <laughs> I don't know. Too spooky for me. Glad we glad we ended the podcast on a terrifying. Yeah. Note. <laughs> but let that sink in. <laughs> yeah, let that sink in. If you got ghost stories, we want to hear them. You can always email us, Crockett at Froggy101.com. Do you have an email here? Um, I do. It's but it's my real name. I don't want to give it out oh. right now. You don't have a Whitey at Cares yet? No, I don't. All right, well, send your emails over to me, Crockett at Froggy101.com. Yeah. Or send or us a message on the Facebook page. Shoot it right here if you've made it the full, almost full hour. We almost made it a whole hour today. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see the replay uh, feedback if yeah. anyone jumps in on this later on. You know, we're going to be back. We're going to plan on doing this more than just once. Oh, yeah. So until we meet again. Hopefully make it a weekly thing, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. It's today's best podcast. Yeah. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.